This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Kelly Henderson, and you are listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. I get so many diet questions from you guys, and I do feel like I eat pretty clean, and I try to follow a very holistic approach to life. I am, however, no expert. So today I brought in an actual expert and a food blogger, Alexandra Catalano, to give us quick tips to changing the food you eat, how you feel when you eat, and even the way your body looks and functions. We covered food, we covered caffeine, we covered alcohol, and even the quarantine 15. Here's our conversation. Okay, so I get so many questions about my diet, my exercise routine, and I'm always just saying, uh, just go follow this blog, you know, because I actually am not an expert in any of these fields. I like to eat healthy, I like to exercise, but my favorite thing is finding different blogs, different places I can go reference different recipes or, you know, things like that. So I was so happy to find out about Eat Cute. Um, Can you tell us a little bit of like your backstory? Tell us about Eat Cute. Yay, absolutely. Okay, great. Um, so I started a blog um, maybe six or seven years ago. Who knows? It, I don't even know what day of the week it is <laughs> It all anymore. starts to run I'm together. Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know how old I am or anything. But um, <laughs> I was, it all started back when I was going to college. I was going to the University of Southern California to study opera singing. And while I was there, I started eating like a college kid and not sleeping and not Uh drinking water and getting into fad dieting and all of that. And I could not believe the effect it had on my performance. Like I could not keep my eyes open. I was tired all the time. My skin was breaking out. Um, I felt really sluggish and I really started to see my voice suffering because I wasn't eating properly. And, you know, especially when you're a singer, you know, you're in Nashville. You guys are all singers. Um, <laughs> well, not me, but a <laughs> lot of people, you. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like your body is your instrument. And so I wasn't sure. taking care of that. And 
I felt that when I saw myself becoming unhealthy, the first thing that I did at the time, because this is before Instagram came out and, you know, Facebook was just for college kids and had a few colleges on it. So that'll give you a hint of my age. Um, so, <laughs> but I, I didn't really have any resources to go to for nutritional advice. So what I did is I looked at uh, magazines like Cosmo and I don't know I haven't picked up a Cosmo recently, but uh, if you've ever read Cosmo back when I did, uh, Cosmo hates you and gives you terrible <laughs> advice. It's um, so true. Yeah. And so I've tried all these uh, fad diets and celebrity diets. And I, the one thing that kept coming up was I was like, I can't, you know, Cameron Diaz eats this way and I'm, she's getting great results and I'm not, what's wrong with me? You know, mm -hmm. and I felt really frustrated. And so then I just started devouring books on holistic nutrition, which was a new idea because, you know, growing up, I was around in the 90s, you know, when I was a kid in the 90s, fat free was the thing and right. food was always kind of painted as the enemy. And it, what I really love about holistic nutrition is it's not, you know, food's not going to make you fat. Food's going to get you the body you want. It's going to make your skin clear. It's going to make you perform better. And that was kind of a new idea to me. And I loved that idea. So I like devoured all these books. I ended up loving nutrition and ended up going to the integrated nutrition in New York. And I studied there. And now I work with college students all over the United States. I coach people all over the world, which is really cool virtually. So that's, yeah. that's worked out well during all of this. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, Oh, great. We've been doing this. Um, and it's, I just think it's so cool and so neat because I will say, I do not think one diet works for every person. I really, and that's what I love about my job is each person is like this little unique snowflake that we get to kind of figure out what foods work best for you. So that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, I find that so. I mean, this is obviously, I talk about this a lot on Velvet's Edge too. I totally buy into the holistic approach. I think our bodies are made to function in ways that we're not even capable of anymore because of the shit we put in our, like in our bodies. Yeah. Um, so, but could you talk a little bit about like the difference between a holistic approach and just like a diet plan? Because I think what you're saying about the fad diets, you know, everyone gets this mentality or a lot of people that I hear talk um, they want to lose weight fast. And so it's like the quick fix of let's cut out the fats, like you said. And like when people ask me how I eat, I eat a very high fat diet actually, but it's yeah. healthy fats and that's what works for me. Um, so what's the difference, the main difference that you would say between the holistic approach and then just like putting someone on a diet plan? Yeah. I mean, you guys hear it, hear it now. This is how I believe. I don't think diets work. I think diets are crap. You know, it's, it's really a lifestyle. And like what when I you like say diets, it, do you mean like the restricting kind of diets, that kind of thing? Yeah. Well, okay. because here's, here's the mentality I think about a diet. It's, it's, go, it's like, Oh my God, I'm going on vacation in two weeks. I'm going to go on a diet. Sure. And what people do is it's for a certain period of time. It's very restrictive or, you know, it's just not attainable. And what I like a about, you know, it really should be thought of as a lifestyle. It's like, this is how I live. And, and it's not that restrict binge kind of culture where it's, you know, it's, this is permanent. And I like to say that in a fun way. It doesn't mean you can't have a drink, a glass of wine, or you can't have a cookie. Like that doesn't mean anything like that. But to me, it means like, you know, 80% of the time you eat healthy and you eat foods that work well for your body. And 20% of the time, you know, you can be a little more lax with that. And that to me seems more maintainable, but the difference between a diet and a holistic approach is holistic looks at everything. Mm -hmm. So it's like a mind, body, all of that. And what that essentially means is I have some clients that 
are so healthy. I mean, they eat kale all day and they're just, you know, sitting there drinking water, nothing, but they're not getting the results they want. And then questions like, Hey, what are your stress levels like? Or Mm. how much sleep are you getting? Yeah. You know, that plays into, um, health and wellness as well. And I think it's so interesting because I know a lot of people are, they go hard, you know, they, they want to get these results, but yeah, if you're not sleeping, if you're stressed, those things all, you know, maybe you're putting chemicals on your body with your products, you know? Right. And so it could be anything. And that's why I really like a holistic approach because it really looks at the whole person. Was there one thing you mentioned a bunch of research that you did? Was there one thing specifically that really made you switch to this kind of mentality or was it just a progression over time? Yeah. I mean, for me personally, growing up, especially in college, I definitely had binge, like I was a binge eater. I did suffer from, you know, a lot of women do an eating disorder where I was so scared and stressed around food. It was this thing that I had, you know, had so much power and control over me and I always would eat and feel guilty afterwards. And, you know, until I changed my, the way that I eat and now I love food and I see food as medicine versus as the enemy, that to me was what really kind of excited me and launched me into this career. And, um, it's just, you know, it's so neat to, to eat something and not have that sense of guilt after I eat anymore. Cause everything I eat dessert, I'll tell you what, I gave up sugar four years ago, but I make sweets and desserts all the time. But now I feel great after I eat them. I don't have any of those negative feelings associated with those things. Well, I love that, especially tied into your eating disorder. I specifically, I haven't struggle with an eating disorder, but I do not feel good when I eat certain foods. Like I've had to cut Mm. out gluten and dairy just because exactly like what you said earlier, I was feeling so tired. I just, I don't, I just knew I was not functioning right. My skin was really bad. Like I was having major cystic acne. Um, and turns out it was like a gluten intolerance, but, um, I've found so much healing and health through changing my food plans. And I, I get a lot of shit from my friends when we go out to dinner. Cause they're like, Oh, she can't eat that. <laughs> she can't eat that. And it's not, it's, I have this mentality of like, I can, but like, I know I'm going to feel like shit after. So it just becomes not worth it. Have you felt like that? Like, has your taste bud just have your taste buds naturally changed with how things make you feel? God, get out of my head, Kelly. You're so great. <laughs> yes. You're asking all the right things. Yes, absolutely. Like, you know, for me, my taste buds have absolutely changed. And I think that's the one thing I tell people, you know, when you change your diet and you start to really understand what foods make your body, you know, how your body responds to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just, yeah, I can have a piece of pizza, but like you, I can't have gluten and I'm an Italian girl. Gluten does not do well with me and dairy doesn't do well with me. And it's like, yeah, I could eat that piece of pizza, but I'm going to be like, curled up on the floor, like banging my head against the right. Wall. It takes all the fun out of well, it. Done. Yeah. And you know, we're so lucky now because there are so many, you know, look, I will tell you a lot of the products that are coming out, you know, yes, they see that their health and wellness is big. So they slap paleo or keto on it. Sure. And they're like, look, it's healthy. And they're not all, a lot of them aren't, but there are a lot of great replacements and there's a lot of resources like Pinterest or bloggers or Instagram, where you can find out how to make the foods that you like. Um, but you know, that are made with ingredients that work really well for your body. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's talk a little bit about that. I have a couple maybe kind of rapid fire questions for you, but what foods do you try and avoid? Oh, I love that. (laughs) You guys got a pen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like to take foods that there you brought this up moments ago, but there's a lot of foods that are, um, how would you say like you're not allergic to them, but you have an intolerance to them. So the foods that most people have intolerances to like sugar, soy, 
grains, dairy, those are the foods I tend to avoid. Um, as well as anything that's a processed oil. So any kind of vegetable oil, like mm-hmm. canola oil or mm-hmm. soybean oil, um, I avoid that and anything in packages for the most part. Okay. So you, you know. just try to keep it mostly just real food. It sounds like. Oh yeah. Nice and simple. It's so interesting about the grains. That's something I've um, become aware of the last couple of years. I uh, work with this company, Siete, a lot. Do you know that company? Mm. I love Siete. They're I feel so like we're best good. friends, but they have, I've never met them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I have, and they're awesome. Yeah, they're so amazing. And they do a big grain-free um, selection of tortillas, chips. I mean, they've expanded to everything now. But I learned so much from them because of the reason they created the whole company was through one of the daughter's autoimmune diseases and that they kind of really started educating me on the effects of inflammation in our bodies and then Mm -hmm. inflammation being the main cause of most of the diseases we're seeing. So are you eating a lot to lower inflammation? Is that kind of one of the goals? Yeah, absolutely. And I, God, you, you're great, Kelly. You don't need me. You know what you're doing. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Cause like, I think that's what I'm seeing a lot is it, in a lot of these foods that are in the American diet are very inflammatory, like yeah. those processed oils, the soy, the sugar, all of those things, the grains. Um, and so, yeah, for me, I try to keep to an anti-inflammatory diet and you mentioned earlier, you know, healthy fats. And right. I will tell you, I, I shout it from the rooftops, like get your all, get, everyone needs to get a good, um, olive oil, like good cooking oils, because mm-hmm. it's so cool. I was reading a study and they found that, uh, olive oil, which you're getting the real deal stuff, which I could talk about after, but you know, if you're getting pure olive oil, the real stuff, cold pressed virgin, um, in a d- nice dark glass bottle, that is the same, uh, has the same anti-inflammatory effects as taking ibuprofen. So really? yes, which I think is so is cool. So fascinating. It's just, Yeah. So I think it's really neat. Um, yeah, if we could all kind of lean towards foods that are anti-inflammatory, that's why the Mediterranean diet is so popular because a lot of those foods, those superfoods in that diet are very anti-inflammatory. That's so interesting. I listened to a podcast forever ago. I cannot even remember the name of the podcast, but it was with the author of this book, the plant paradox, which, Oh, it's Dr. Gundry. Yes. And he's fascinating, but he said he, he eats a liter of olive oil a week. Yes, he does. Because he, our body yes. needs that to function in the way that it's supposed to. Is that why? A hundred percent. He is an interest. Let me tell you, Dr. Gunner, I met him in person and he looks great. Really? <laughs> he's doing works. He's an elderly gentleman. He looks great. But yeah, he believes that, you know, food is just a vehicle to get olive oil into your body. Yeah. It is. And, and a good way to tell if your olive oil is the real deal at home, guys, is when you, I would recommend taking a sip of your olive oil and real olive oil is very peppery and spicy. So a good olive oil should kind of make you cough a little bit if you take a sip of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good tip. Um, where do you indulge? You said, let's talk a little bit about, cause you said you cut sugar out four years ago. First of all, Mm -hmm. how did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Lots of willpower. And yeah. uh, Yeah. Cause you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Um, it is the first month is, is nasty. It's I was going to say, did you go um, through withdrawals? Oh yeah. I mean, they've done studies and they, you know, they gave rats the option of cocaine and sugar and the rats chose sugar. So you can tell wow. it's incredibly addictive, which is why people can't get rid of it. It's oh, really hard. Oh my God. That just shook me. They yeah, picked sugar over. They it, put sugar. Oh my gosh. I know. That's fascinating. Cause I, my boyfriend and I always talk about, 
um, the effects of sugar. We see it in his kids. It's like immediate. Mm-hmm. And they literally, we, we call them crackheads sometimes. We're, we're joking, <laughs> but it is insane. The effects, especially on a small body that sugar has. So when you quit, you went through the withdrawals, you just made it through, but what were you mostly cutting out? Because I feel like I ingest sugar unknowingly all the time. You are a hundred percent right. I mean, a lot of people, that's the first thing I tell people to do. If you're somebody who's like, I want to quit sugar. The first thing I tell all my clients to do is open your pantry and go through everything you use every single day. Check all your check weird things. You wouldn't even think like pickles or like sauces, dressing, dressings, all of that. Dressings. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's what makes sugar a little tricky is because it has all these different names. You know, they have like what 61 different names for sugar. So you know, oh, palm, know you know, uh, coconut sugar, that still counts, you know, sugar, sugar. So I, I would really look through and see what you're using on a daily basis and try to find, look, now we're in an era, like I'm sure you've heard of, cause you, you know, about Siete. So I'm sure you've heard of Primal Kitchen. I love Primal Kitchen. I love Primal Kitchen and they make great, you know, dressings and sauces and they use better ingredients for that. So there's, you know, I use a ketchup without any sugar. I mean, there's mm-hmm. great replacements available. So I would really look into your pantry and start there. So that's what I did. Cause then at least I was getting rid of the sugar. I was consuming, like I didn't know I was consuming. Right. And then what, you know, I, I'll tell you, I white knuckled through the sugar cravings. I ate a little bit of fruit. It really depends. If you're somebody who has candida and you really need to like starve Mm -hmm. your body of sugar, then Mm -hmm. you can't have fruit, which is a whole other bag of fun. But I've had to do that. The candida diet, it's no fun, no fun at all, (laughs) no No fun fun at all. But you know, you know, what I think is really cool is like I said, on, uh, you can go online bloggers. Uh, there are so many great recipes that you can use using monk fruit to sweeten things or mm-hmm. actual fruit or dates. Um, and so what I did is like, I have dessert like anybody else, but I, you know, I make muffins and I'll sweeten them with a banana or a date or a little monk fruit. And, you know, I think part of it is sometimes like, especially when you're having that craving, once you have that little bite of whatever that is, you're fine. You know what I mean? And then you don't have the guilt afterwards. So definitely don't be afraid. You can have dessert if you're trying to get rid of sugar, just, you know, find some substitutes of, you know, things that don't look, I've never had a client be like, Alex, I can't, you know, I binged on 10 apples, but I've definitely had a client (laughs) call me and say, I ate a bunch of cookies. And there's a reason the apple has fiber and fills you up and makes you feel satisfied. So You can totally do it. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. It's so fascinating um, with the sugar stuff because I have always said I don't really have a sweet tooth you know like I, I never really thought that that was something that I would have to think about because dessert is not my thing but then I find out that like corn chips like corn turns into sugar in your body so like that's like I'm addicted to chips and that's like and I, that's why I love Siete but I can also I just bet. sit and eat yeah I can also sit and eat you know a whole bag in a setting and so I had to really like think about like this is where it goes back to real food nothing in a bag those are the kind of things that are that actually feed our body most of the time yeah totally and the other thing I always tell people too is like notice the behavior back to that holistic approach you know when you're if you're somebody who's binging on sugar what is it coming near your period if you're a woman oh, is it coming when you're when you're angry or sad or stressed out you know in our american culture we're taught from our very young age when you're a kid it's like oh we celebrate or or deal with our emotions with food like it's your right. birthday let's have cake you got broken up with have a pint of ice cream right. you know we we t- we're self soothing with food so you know if, if that's something that's going on definitely look at that yeah, I think that's great. What are your thoughts on caffeine? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as I sip on my coffee over here. <laughs> yeah, uh, same. Um, well, you know, I think it really depends upon the person. You know, some it we all metabolize caffeine differently. So I have some clients that have a cup of coffee and they're shaky and they feel nauseous. Yeah. Then caffeine is not your friend, and you can you know find you know, maybe a gentler form of caffeine in the sense of like a tea or, or you just don't do well with caffeine at all. And then I have some clients that can have a cup or two, but I think we get into trouble when I have people drinking three, four, five cups of coffee a day or tea a day. It's too much. It's just, it's just too much for the body. So, you know, I always tell people, if you're going to have a cup of coffee, just make sure that coffee, you know, you have a nice big full glass of water before the coffee and after the coffee. Oh, that's a good one to stay hydrated. Yeah. And then do a I always tell people do a caffeine cutoff. So one of my big things, and I think this is really cool besides what you eat is sleep is everything. Mm. Sleep is the most important Mm. thing. It really has everything to do with our health. And, you know, I, I highly recommend that everybody do a caffeine cutoff around like 12 o'clock, one o'clock. Okay. Because they did a, yeah, they did a study and they found that people that were having coffee, after those times, we're just we're getting like I think it was like an hour less of sleep a night, or they're not getting into REM sleep. So yeah, it is affecting us um, like that. That actually makes so much sense to me. I, I've done these things where I'll try to quit coffee, and like I just have finally gotten honest with myself, and I'm like, hey, you're not gonna <laughs> quit coffee, so just no, stop. No. <laughs> um, but I do try to regulate. Sometimes I'm in a terrible spiral with it right now, but it's funny because. I also complain a lot about having high anxiety or having sleep Mm. issues. And 
you don't even think about, oh, this coffee, this caffeine, like that has a major effect on my anxiety. And, um, you always think of it as like a mental and emotional thing, but foods can affect that stuff too. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I would do a cutoff, but I will say like, let's say you go to Italy, right? Or Europe, you know, sometimes, especially if you have digestive issues, a cup of coffee with your lunch, you know, like I definitely wouldn't do past lunch can aid in your digestion because it's acidic and our stomachs require an acidic environment. So you can have your coffee with your lunch if that's what you want to do. I love the cutoff idea. I think that's great because that that to me also doesn't feel like deprivation or that I'm going to go into like, oh my God, I have a caffeine headache. You know, like you can kind of slowly dwindle it down. Um, Okay, so this is going to be like the big question from all of my listeners. What about alcohol? (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, cheers. (laughs) Great question. Okay, Uh so I, um, okay. So I think alcohol and moderation is okay. Okay. You know, I have some people, you know, especially now with quarantine and everything like that, people are having a drink every night with their dinner. I don't recommend that. Um, there's a fantastic documentary out that everybody should watch if you have Netflix and it's called the truth about alcohol and they do all these. It's really fun. I, you know, cause normally you think about a documentary, it's like boring and it's a bummer. Like this is just a fun guy doing a bunch of fun experiments with alcohol and, And uh, I think it's really neat. So, you know, one of the things I will say is, you know, alcohol is one of those things that, you know, it does cause inflammation and that's why we have to do it in small amounts. Okay. And also I would, um, you know, there's a stigma where it's like, oh, like wine, it has polyphenols, it's good for you. And it's true. It does have polyphenols, but you could have a couple blueberries or raspberries right. and that would just blow it out of the water. In right. terms of polyphenols. <laughs> We're really just trying to find reasons to drink. I think. Yeah, totally. And, and even still like the way they process wine now, because you know, we're not rotating the crops as much. And, you know, our customer expects a certain taste. They are adding, I have heard that they've been adding like grape juice to um, wines to make them sweeter and more, you know, have even more sugar than more sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So I always tell people, if you're going to drink something, you know, um, I like to stick with the clear alcohols, you know, and, you know, I just, I just try to get people away from the sugar. So, uh, you know, if you like a vodka or a gin or a tequila, tequila you know, take, yeah. some, take some herbs and, and throw them in a shaker, like fresh mint, rosemary. You can do some citrus, like use that to That's flavor your alcohol instead of, you know, cranberry juice or all mm-hmm. those juices and mm-hmm. mixes. Just infuse it with fruit as you would water. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 do, and use that. And okay. I would definitely not do more than two nights a week, honestly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm taking no fun. notes over here. <laughs> no fun over here. Yeah. That's like, especially like you said, in quarantine, everyone's been like, Ugh, is it happy hour yet? <laughs> oh, my dad. I'm like, dad, it's three o'clock. He's like, yeah. what? It's just <laughs> like, like, it's Tuesday. But I mean, what yeah. is this year anyway? You know, like, is there, is there a limit anymore? Nobody even knows. I, I know. <laughs> well, you have a book called From Beer Bongs to Broccoli, which first of all, I love that title. Um, Yay. <laughs> it's a college student's secret weapon to avoiding the freshman 15. So what made you want to write about the freshman 15? Just your own experience? Yeah. I, you know, it was so interesting when I was going through nutrition school, I kept thinking like, man, I would have loved this in college. This is so interesting because, you know, in college, it's like this time of your life when you're really coming into your own. So, you know, it's the first time you're away from home, you're not being fed by your parents and you're making your own choices about your lifestyle and your food. And I think it's a really big choice because those habits that a lot of us create while you're in college 
you know, then you go and you get a job. And a lot of my friends are working nine to five. So right. all, they go in, they have these bad habits for four years and now they've taken those habits and now they're busy. They don't have a lot of money and they're working all the time. And then you're not fixing those habits until you're in your thirties and forties when all these issues start popping up. Right. And when it's a lot harder to lose weight, if that's your goal too. I mean, as we age, oh, yeah. it just gets so much harder. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, so, so you have a book about the freshman 15. Is there, have you heard people saying this stuff about a quarantine 15? Like people are like, Oh, I've gained the quarantine 15. Um, oh, yeah. do you have any tips for us? I know life seemingly is getting a little more normalized, but I am not sure it's going to stay that way. So yeah, if we do I have know. to go back into isolation, what would your tips be for people at home? Yes. Okay. I love this tip. So one tip that I tell everybody is make meal times. Like, cause a lot of us, you know, we're at home, we're in the same area all day. And so what ends yeah. up happening is, is, you know, you, you great. So it's like, I'll just have a handful of popcorn and then I pass the cabinet again and then I'll just have, you know, um, a bunch of crackers, you know? So I think, no, 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 Like enough snack, no snacking really. And just like create like, okay, at 8am I have breakfast at mm -hmm. noon I have lunch. So set meal times to okay. uh, eliminate snacking. And then what I do tell people is when you do go sh grocery shopping, that is the time that when you come back, I always like to tell people if you can really make time to prep everything. So if you go to the store and you buy some carrots, I tell my clients, wash those carrots, put them in a little mason jar with some water and have them out ready to go in the fridge. Because a lot of times when you're opening things up, it's like I could make a salad for lunch, but the salad's not clean and right. it's tucked away in the back. But look, there's, you know, some Ritz crackers on the counter. I'll have that instead. It's easy. So having things ready to go. And okay. I always tell people get some clear jars too, so you can see everything. Okay. Um, and that'll make you make better choices around food. So what kind of things do you keep stocked in your refrigerator? Like at all times, what are your go-tos? Yeah. I mean, lots of like fresh cut vegetables. So okay. like I have like uh, celery, carrots. I have my salad washed and ready to go. Um, I love berries. So those are lower sugar. Those are lower glycemic than other fruits. So that's why I just love berries and they're just packed with antioxidants. So right. strawberries, blueberries, all of that. I do tell people, keep in mind, you know, where you are. So, you know, I'm in California. So, you know, what's local and seasonal? Like, I don't want to be eating coconuts this fall. You know what I mean? True. So it's like, those foods kind of work in accordance to like, you know, the season. So what's seasonal? So yeah, like right now in California, it's like a hundred degrees every day. So I've been eating, you know, cooler foods like that. Um, and then, you know, one thing that I do keep in my fridge ready to go that really excites me to drink more water is that I bought a pitcher and I fill it with water and I infuse it with different fruits. Uh, and I've herbs been doing every single that day. this summer. Isn't it freaking great? It's like my new hobby that I love to try to find the best combinations or you're, yeah, you're right. Like it makes water way more exciting. Absolutely. What it, Kelly, what are you doing? Risa, what's, what's the newest flavor? Um, the last one, I think I just did cucumber, lemon. I think I put mint in there. Mm, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was just very refreshing. You know, I've done, yeah. I've done so many different mixes though. And honestly, you can find tons of recipes online as well of just the different combinations. And I need actually, you've inspired me. I'll, I'll probably make a new one today. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the one thing I'm hearing from a lot of people. Cause we're home. Right. You know, a lot of us used to 
to just carry our water bottles with us, you know, when you're out and about, you just sip on it. But now that I'm home, I just kind of forget. And so if you have a nice, juicy pitcher with some great ingredients, you're like, oh, that's kind of fun. Although I will say my dad tries to add vodka to the waters I make. I mean, oh, dad, you said no. that, though. That was your tip. That was your tip. I know. Usually, but I'm like, not all the time. So. <laughs> well, the website is Alexandra Catalano. Is that how you say it? Catalano? Yeah, let's go Catalano. Catalano. Uh, dot com. <laughs> and you can find the Eat Cute blog on that. I know for me, I, when I first started really learning about food and like all of the different ways that food affects our body, it's extremely overwhelming. So I mm-hmm. always say to people, just take it a day at a time. Learn one thing at a time. Like it's a constant thing that you're continuously learning new information. And this blog is great because you break down, you have different recipes, you break down different supplements. There was like a travel guide for snacks. So like there's, it takes out a lot of the overthinking that I think a lot of us feel like we have to do around eating. Um, what are some of your, yeah. What are some of your favorite things that you talk about on the blog? Oh gosh. I mean, for me, I just love travel, especially like, yeah. I just, well, cause my, one of my feelings is, is I love to travel, but I'm, you know, I eat a certain way like you. And so I, most of the travel blogs that I read, I feel like I'm like, Oh, I can't go there. I can't eat that. I can't order that. I want to, you know, I want to stay somewhere that has a gym. So I really right. try to write about, you know, ways to be healthy while you are traveling. Cause I feel like that's when a lot of us kind of you know, go off the rails a little bit, which is fine if you want to do that. But I, I, my body won't, (laughs) my body's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. You just end up feeling terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. Um, Alex, where else can people find you? Yeah. You can find me on my website or on Instagram and that is it. (laughs) Are you at eat cute on Instagram, right? I am. Where did this name come from? Eat cute. Well, um, I am four foot 11 and oh, I, am thir- I am 35 so years old <laughs> and everyone, every time they see me, they're like, well, th- not you, but I'm saying other yeah. people, like they'd see me in person and they'd be like, oh my God, you're so cute. You're so and, cute. and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I <laughs> so you're going to teach us how to eat cute. Yeah, I will be the cutest 80 year old you've ever seen. I love that. I love that. Well, you guys go check out Eat Cute. It's alexcatalano.com or alexandracatalano.com. And I'm going to put all of this information in the description of this podcast. Alex, thank you so much for these tips. I feel like these are super helpful and easy ways for people to get started on eating healthy. Yay. No, thank you so much for having me. You're great. You know so much. I'm not, you, you're great. <laughs> well, I'm not the expert, so it's nice to, I just, I like this stuff a lot, but I love, I'm going to use so many of like your recipes. I love getting tips from people and learning new ways to switch it up because I get stuck in such a rut, you know? Yay. No, that's fantastic. I love that. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here and thank you guys for listening. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 
24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.